about you, but that song spoke to my heart very deeply. And I want to encourage you to listen to those words at the end of my message today. Thank you, uh, Bruce, for singing that and Diane for playing. And thank you, Bruce, number one, for A and B. There's A and B, all right? We have Bruce A and Bruce B. Bruce A led... No, Bruce A. led the uh, uh, saying, people need the Lord, Bruce Allen. Bruce Bickle, Bruce B., led the music this morning. 
And uh, I don't know about you, but I have been blessed. And uh, even though Ernie is not here, did Ernie pick out the services this morning, Janie? He did. And I, I'm going to tell you something. It's amazing how that God takes the order of our services and just uh, brings them into our direction in so many fashions. And also, I think of the love of God and, and when we all get to heaven, there's a new song in my heart. He is so precious to me. I'm going to tell you something, my friends. If your soul is not leaping with bounds inside of you, there's something wrong. And you need to figure out what it is. We're not playing church. Jesus didn't call us to salvation to sit. He called us to share our faith. Amen to that. And people need the Lord. When will we realize it? And so this morning, turn to Matthew chapter 5, if you would. And uh, we're going to continue the sermon on the mount. We started a couple weeks ago and talking about the whole aspect of this Sermon on the Mount in that it is so contrary to the philosophy and these Beatitudes are so contrary to the world's philosophy. And by the way, the world's philosophy has always been around, hasn't it? Uh, from Adam and Eve, that world philosophy entered into this world because of the sinful nature of the lust of the flesh the lust of the eyes, and the pride of life. And if we were to examine the things that we do through that microscope and see where the things fit in our lives, do they fit in a worldly philosophy or do they fit in God's philosophy? And now, as we talked last week about being poor in spirit, verse uh, 3, for theirs is the kingdom of God. And we talked about this idea of being poor in spirit is being a beggar and coming to God as a beggar. And truly, that's what begins our journey into Christ. For we must see that we are sinful and we cannot... We can, we cannot have, God is not going to be impressed by your good works. He's not going to be impressed in anything of my own self-reliance. And that's what the word poor in spirit means. Not being relying on yourself, but relying on others. And when it comes to salvation in heaven, it's relying on Jesus Christ and Him only. Amen to that? And it is so, so uh, clear as, as we get into this. And as we got into the Sermon on the Mount, uh, uh, well, let me, let me go back uh, and just talk about this before I get into the morning. Because you think, morning? Is that a.m. or p.m.? Uh, that's not exactly uh, what I'm going to be talking about this morning. I think some of you are going to get the drift of this also with this poor in spirit and the idea of what uh, is taking place here. It is the, he says, theirs is the kingdom of heaven. It's interesting that this word, the kingdom of heaven, is in the present tense. Now, how many of you remember geometry? How many of you like geometry? How many of you hated geometry? All right. 
I, uh, I have mixed emotions about geometry, but one thing I, I remember about geometry, and it's interesting, a lot of times the Greek language is uh, in the verb tenses, is in the, uh, it, it could be described in, with geometric figures. And the present tense is the figure of a line. You all remember the line and what it looked like in a geometric figure? It was a line, but what was on both ends? Arrows. Remember, if it had points on both ends, it was a line segment. But a line had arrows on both sides. Now, if you think of a line and an arrow on both sides means it continues in both directions, what does that sound like? Infinity or eternity? Eternity. And it's interesting that when you come out as a beggar, you enter into that kingdom that didn't start when Jesus came to the world, but his kingdom has always been past, present, and future. Isn't that amazing? Now, you came into the place when you accepted Jesus Christ as your Savior, and oftentimes salvation is in the perfect tense. And that geometric figure would be that of a ray. Now, I wish I could put these up here, but if you can use your imagination, do you remember what a ray looked like? It had a point with a continuing line with an arrow on the end of that. In other words, there was a start and it was ongoing. Isn't that amazing? Because that's what happens when you accept Jesus Christ as your Savior. There's a point in your life where you are born again. And it continues for eternity. So when he says, blessed are the poor in spirit, when I realize that I was a sinful man. You know, this world doesn't want to admit their sinfulness. But when I understood that I was a sinner in need of a Savior, I entered into the most blessed life there could ever be. It's eternal life. Amen to that? And I have this kingdom. And by the way, if it's past, present, and future, that means I have entered into that kingdom right now. Right? We have the territory of kingdom in our soul. 